Hey guys, and welcome back to What's the Crack LA. I'm India. I'm Shahira. Hope you're all doing good. Me, myself, and Shira are quite hungover this week. We <laughs> still. We are very rattled. Week has taken a toll on us. What happened with you with your shopping earlier? What shopping? Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, bear in mind, right, we we went out on, when did we go? We went out, I was going to go out Thursday, and I'm so glad I didn't. Thank God, because that would have been four days yeah, in a row. Yeah, I was going to go out Thursday, but I, I gave it a miss, thankfully. I went out Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday. And Sunday. And anyway, so I had yesterday to recover, but today, <laughs> my brain, do you know what, this used to happen to me in high school. My mom used to say this to me, right? So I would go out with my friends on Friday and Saturday night, right? And I would just about make it into school on Monday. <laughs> and, like, I would drag myself in. And on, she always knew, like, on Tuesdays, I wasn't making it into school. I, I would just get through Monday, and it would just tire me out so much, I just couldn't do Tuesday then. Like, I wasn't able for it, so mm. it's the same today. So today, like, my... Firstly, I had a fitting... In the morning. Yeah, I don't even know how you have the energy for that. Yeah, so it was at 9.45 in the morning downtown LA. So I had to drive down there in the traffic. And on the way back, I started nodding off to sleep while I was, <laughs> while I was driving. Yeah. Like I could just feel, and it's only ever happened to me once in my life before. And yeah. it was when um, I was driving back from Dublin like really late at night, which is a long trip. This trip's only half an hour. And it was daytime as well. Daytime. And I should not have been like that. <laughs> And I just found myself, I actually thought, am I going to pass, am I actually passing out or am yeah, I falling asleep? that's proper tiredness. Like, I was so tired. And then, anyway, I got home and then I came up to my apartment. I was up in my apartment for a while when I realised um, my phone is down in the car. So I, so I had to... <laughs> How did you leave your phone in the <laughs> yeah. car? I feel like my phone is always either in my hand or in my bag yeah. or just really near to me. You came all the way up and you were like, where's my phone? I, I came all the way up and I was like, oh my God, my, where's my phone? I have to go down and get it. And then I started think I was convinced I'd left, I'd lost it. It was at the fitting, da, da, da. Anyway, it was in the car, <laughs> brought it up. And I have a valet, so I have to ask them every time to get my car keys as well, right? So it's not like I have the car key Did myself. You tell them what happened? Yeah, so I was like, oh, I think I left my phone in the car, whatever. That's fine the first time. Yeah. Went back upstairs for a while anyway, and I thought, oh, I'm hungry, what will I eat? And then I realised I left my full food shop that I had just done down in, in, in the trunk. You were like, I'm, I'm really hungry, I want yeah. some food. I was like, oh wait, I just went to the store and I just got food. And I was like, where is it? Oh yeah, it's in the car. So I had to go down again and ask for the key a second time and get the food. So long story short, I'm really not with it today and we're recording this podcast so if i say some extra silly stuff like what is a samsung yeah you know like <laughs> the weekend has caught up on us basically. the weekend's caught up on me yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. and you had a good 12 hour sleep so i think you're oh, doing I, okay i slept first but i'd work i'd work on monday and i was wrecked yeah but I'm, I'm probably i'm slightly recovered now but i still feel a bit hungover do yeah i'm like an old woman when it comes to my hangovers i don't know i just <laughs> speaking about being an old woman i've also pulled something in my back and can barely move the last yeah, few days yeah. like literally can't turn my head left or right so it's definitely a result from the weekend okay so yeah. the debate of the week is how to deal with a toxic friend yeah what is toxic to you toxic to me i suppose it's just someone that just doesn't bring any value to your life and brings you down yeah or it brings no happiness or joy yeah or like when you leave their presence, you feel worse than you're, when you've you're, met them. You feel drained. Yeah, you feel drained yeah. after being around them. Yeah. But so have you ever? Yeah, I've had, had one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a few years ago, um, this was when I was in college. I mm -hmm. suppose it was just 
one person in particular. Um, I don't know, I just found they didn't really bring much. I found they brought me down a lot, kind yeah. of. And there was just one situation where I just sort of had to cut the friendship off, I suppose. Yeah. So I was just like, I just kind of knew. I was like, I went home feeling so drained and so upset after. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is not bringing it into my life. They just said to me, it was when I kind of start, first started getting into Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And it's funny when you start doing something or you start doing something different and you can notice the people who aren't really supporting you or who aren't yeah. really, you know, there. And um, she kind of just said to me one night, like, she looked me dead in the eye. <laughs> I was, she was like, are you happy? Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what is this related? I didn't even know what she was talking about. But she was like, um, like, does all this shit you're doing on Instagram, like, does it make you happy? And I was like, well, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be doing otherwise. And I had yeah. been going to all these like, cool events in Dublin and stuff. Yeah. And um, I was really enjoying myself. Like, I was Living in a good life. place. Yeah. And, like, I was, you know. And she was like, well, how, how could you be enjoying that? Yeah. Like, it, no one who does that is actually enjoying themselves. And you I was like, said, what? girl, it's different strokes for different folks. Just because it's not you and you're not invited. <laughs> um, that's fine. You don't yeah. have to go, but I yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just sort of like really taken aback by that comment. Uh, so you say it was like this one, that was the, the kind of straw that broke the camel's back, right? It was like, yeah. that, that was the one thing that made you think like, she doesn't make me feel good. She's obviously put me down about doing the Instagram stuff and I don't really want her as a friend anymore. But was that like a long, was that kind of the energy that you were getting from her anyway for a while? Like, was yeah. it like a build up of yeah. things? Yeah. I think it tends to be that. Yeah, I just always, I don't know, I just never really felt like a good connection between us to start with anyways. Something was off. Something was definitely off. Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like jealousy can can yeah. change. Like, I didn't, I wouldn't have said at the time, oh, she's jealous of me. Nobody I, I took that very personally and I was very upset by yeah. it. Like. The thing is, what is this thing about jealousy as well, right? Where say if you're looking at my you life said this to me the other day yeah yeah if you're looking in at my life right you could it's easy for you to and you can see someone being weird towards and me I, if i say oh sure this person's jealous but you might you might be like no 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 this is why is it so hard why is it so hard as an individual to accept yes that person's jealous of me and that's why they're treating me this way i don't know it, it's easy for us to point that out i could say to you yeah. india oh that's clearly jealousy yeah. she was jealous of your instagram yeah. stuff and, yeah. blah, and your yeah. events and whatever in dublin yeah. but you and your staff you're inclined to say no that's not the reason yeah you look for reasons inside of you like oh, yeah no, it's not, she couldn't be jealous of me well i don't know what it is i think but, that goes for everyone though yeah no i know? think it is yeah. it's a strange but it, especially with girls, I feel like there yeah. is a lot of jealousy over. It could be the stupidest thing. It could be something very small, very yeah. small. Yeah. But it, it ends up then treating you differently, and for whatever reason, why I don't know why. I don't yeah. know why I treat you differently. Yeah. Like, you know, like I'm always happy for others if they're yeah. doing something new or. Right. I I would but never. But see, the thing is, you have to think about this, and you, if you're in a friend group, if you surround yourself with people who are winning, right, with whatever they're doing in life you're likely to be the next person to win in what you're doing in life. Yeah. Like, it's like, it has a almost like a domino effect mm-hmm. with the law of attraction, as yeah. I always talk about. What, what do they say? If you surround yourself with two, like a group, of, what is it? If you surround yourself with two millionaires, you'll be the third. Yeah. 
I don't know how to explain. I know you that. are I know who you're hanging around with. Yeah. And it's not even that. It has to be like success comes in all different shapes and sizes uh, depending on the individual. Like somebody yeah. might not want to be a millionaire, but they might be successful and they're, they're very happy and they have a great marriage or they have whatever it is in their life. But if you surround yourself with successful, happy people, you'll be the, the other one. Like you'll yeah. be the, fi- the fourth or fifth or whatever. Yeah. You'll be the other person in the group to be happy. But if you san- surround yourself with like miserable unhappy people always complaining about different things yeah. that will bring you down and you'll find all of a sudden you're that type of person mm. as well yeah you know? so true and that, that made it very hard for me to want to do anything on instagram at the top that was when i was kind of starting off i suppose and i know i'm not yeah. fucking someone huge but you were giving it a go yeah I was, it was different. when i was just starting off you know yeah and like my close uh, friend group at home now they're just so supportive and I, I can actually on. tell that like, your friends are very supportive. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can tell by the way, like, I don't know India's friends from home. Yeah. I don't think I know any of them, do I? I don't think so, but like, you've heard personally. me talk about them a lot. <laughs> but I've, heard, I've heard you talk about them, and I've also heard some of your, like, you, we've been on FaceTime to one of your good yeah, friends, and I, yeah. I've heard some of your phone calls or your voice notes and stuff, yeah. and like, I think that they do seem like a really good group of friends. No, I'm very, very lucky. Uh, yeah. Like, we've, we've all been close since, like, a really, really young age. Yeah. Which is kind of, like, not not rare but it's hard to find like a close-knit group that you can stick you with stay with yeah so many people go their own ways in their yeah, life yeah 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 and yeah. I honestly i love them all to bits yeah. shout out guys I love you. <laughs> you know who you are yeah <laughs> well, i haven't happened. actually been as lucky with friends i feel like really? yeah because uh, i've had i have don't get me wrong i have a couple of really good friends yeah. i i do feel like when and they know who they are like yeah i always talk, talk about julian and yeah stuff as yeah well. and course. i've actually known julian since i was um 12 really yeah that long yeah so we've been no way yeah i didn't even know that i thought it was like a like maybe a college thing or no something. we've been best friends since like 12 years that's old that's mad yeah. that's lovely though we worked we met in first year in school that's really nice and then like i consider his sister rachel like one of my really yeah. good friends there are people like i would trust i actually have we have a group she's one. probably like a second sister almost yeah yeah we have them i have them on a group on instagram like called day ones and like they are my day ones so I yeah. trust them with anything and like they are my good friends but I have more of a very close knit group of friends rather yeah. than have a big group of friends because I actually have struggled with toxic friends coming in and yeah. out of my life a lot and, and I that's, that probably also stems back to a bit of jealousy well I actually think a lot of it comes down to the modeling and stuff to be honest really in like what way? I hate to say that but like it's 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 like and did, the, did you feel this in more recent I've, years or was it when I, you first started it? I've always felt, I felt it from the beginning. From the beginning, yeah. yeah from yeah, the beginning, yeah, yeah. Um, with certain friends, because sometimes, say especially with girls, they might have a desire to do modeling themselves or whatever, and I might not, maybe they don't, right, but in my group of friends at the time, I felt like some of them like had a desire to do it, but were too scared to um, yeah. ch- to try to do it themselves. Yeah, yeah. So instead of like tr- giving it a go themselves, and a lot of them were beautiful girls, could have given it a go. Yeah. Um, instead of trying it they'd like put you down put you or down. Yeah. no longer really be your friend because you're doing it or it just the energy would shift it was like a strange oh, it's just a hard thing to accept in life there's always going to it's always going to happen it's yeah always, it's, it's just the way that you deal with it i suppose and like that comes back to the toxic friend thing you just you have to cut them out yeah that's all you can do what do you think is the best way to cut out a friend just do you just go cold turkey or do you actually confront them or what's well, your I... I don't think it's even worth your energy confronting them. Unless it's unless they did something really, really bad. Yeah. And you needed to say it and you really wanted to say it and you really wanted to just put closure to yeah. it. But other than that, I think it's just best to just 
start like just do your thing, hold your head high. Yeah, and but move say on, if, move but say if you've been con- you are friends who've been are in contact quite a lot, and then suddenly you go cold, mm-hmm. and you just don't contact them again. Like, do you not think then they're going to be like, what's happened? What the hell happened there? What's happened to me? Yeah. Someone did that to you, or you did that to someone? It's a mutual thing. Oh really? Yeah. You yeah. We haven't talked in ages. Okay. I'll t- I'll tell you one of my stories yeah. right where I did confront the girl. A, yeah. a lot of the time, for the most part, I actually in in the majority of my toxic what I would call toxic friendships or or even friendships that just like developed into a bit of a toxic like rut. Um, most of the time, I just let it naturally fall, fall away. But yeah. there was one time where I did confront the girl because she was kind of demanding answers as to why. I was kind of not responding anymore or I kind of wasn't picking up the phone so much and stuff. Yeah. And what had happened is it, it's really actually quite difficult because when I think about this girl, I have a lot of fond memories of her. Mm-hmm. And like she at parts was like a really great friend to me. So it's like it's I still battle with it in it's my head. It's really hard. It's really sad. It's sad. Yeah, it's sad. It's you're losing someone. Yeah. It's like and like at time the thing is when I confronted her, I actually hoped that it wouldn't it would mean that we could solve it. Yeah. That I, that's why I decided to confront her about it and I hoped that it would be something that we could solve and I didn't actually think it was going to be something that we'd never speak again which is what's ultimately happened and it's been a couple of years now yeah but, um at the time I just noticed that she kept she started to put me down about things yeah and let me down an awful lot like she didn't she'd like make plans with me and then cancel but go to a party or go to something else or yeah. and, and I just like and I would like arrange my day around doing something with her that we'd plan and then she'd she'd pull out of it last minute, she wasn't able to go. And then um I got this opportunity to do something like really amazing. Yeah. And um it, it was a bit it was essentially it was a TV show, right? Yeah. That had asked me if I wanted to be on this TV yeah, show. Yeah, like a really a really good like opportunity that could have changed like that would change have, your that, life. That had the potential, I guess, yeah. to, to change your life. And I was really excited about it. And I knew that this, me and this girl loved this show. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. And next minute. We watched it together. We'd come, she'd come to my house, we'd watch it together. Yeah. Right? Like as a little like girl thing like, every, yeah. every, all the time, yeah. like regularly. Yeah. Um, and, and even if she didn't come over, we'd be talking about it on text and everything like yeah. about the show. Yeah. And I got asked to go, if I was interested in go on, going on it and I told her about it. And that's your, maybe I shouldn't have told her about it, but I thought she was my friend, so I thought she'd be happy for me. Yeah. I didn't think Of that, course. That like, she what would, like, you wouldn't think anything else, though, would yeah. you? And suddenly, she went from saying, like, I'm loving the show and always watching the show, to saying, that show sucks. It's a really bad show. The show's gone to the dogs. It's not good anymore. It's this, not a good show. And this just came out. As soon as you got that opportunity, you yeah, like... what a coincidence, you know? And um, it, I just felt very hurt by that. Yeah. Because I felt like even if if my friend got an, an opportunity to work at, say, Target, right? Yeah. Or pe- Primark. Anything, Pennies, any right? opportunity. And, that, and she was genuinely excited really about happy, doing yeah. it, right? Really excited to, about the prospect of getting the job. I would not turn around and be like, I hate Target. Target is the worst store in the <laughs> Do you world. I'm never going there again. What a shit store. Who would want to work there? Just even anything, maybe, that you wouldn't. Because we're all interested in different jobs and everything. Do you know what I mean? In different aspects of our lives. If you were excited for something, India, I'll back it 100%. Even yeah, if it's even if you were like, no, I'm not, me. I would never do that. Yeah. But if I was like, oh, I can't wait to do this. Yeah, and I would also say, I would never do it. I would be like, yeah, that, go for it. Go for it, well India. Done, I'm yeah. so happy for you. Of like, everything. Yeah. And then I remember actually I had started on TikTok 
and my TikTok had started to grow. Yeah. And maybe like TikTok, uh, people at the time, they were just kind of coming around to the idea of TikTok. It wasn't like the most popular thing at the moment. Like, you know, it was a bit cringy or whatever. And, and I saw them like sharing things about how like cringe it was to do TikToks and like especially to share it on your on your Instagram stories like they were like we don't want to see your TikToks in the Instagram stories it's really but, nasty. but I was doing that and I just thought even if that was your opinion like wouldn't you keep it to yourself if you knew one of your best friends was doing TikToks you, and she was sharing them on her stories you know so. what? you're now that I know, you're the kind of person that I know that you would not let that stop you. Yeah, no, I didn't. didn't. There's some people that would. But it was this very negative energy. I just never would. Personally, it's something I wouldn't do. And then I was on the phone to this girl um, one of the days, and Jason Derulo liked one of my TikToks. Yeah. Now, it happened while I was on the phone. So it's not like I was bragging. It's not like I brought up. You were just like, oh, I got this notification. I got a notification on the phone with her. And it was like, Jason Derulo liked your TikTok. And I, and I just happened to say, oh my God, Jason Derulo just liked my TikTok. That's exciting. You know, whatever. I'd be like, oh my God, that's so cool. And it was crickets. <laughs> it was absolute. She just went silent. Right. And it was like silent, 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 silent. Anyway, about a different subject. Like, I, I, she didn't hear, like, I didn't say that. And there was not even, like, a fake, like, what? oh, that's cool. That's really like, weird. there wasn't even a, fa- a fake, like, oh, no way. Anyway, there was nothing. It was just silent. Yeah, so I was just like, what is going on here? So, anyway, after a while, um, this girl would contact me quite regularly. And as I said, I started kind of ignoring her calls a bit. And it wasn't even that I didn't want to get rid of her. Like, I wasn't like trying to cut her off. I just needed space. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need, this has gotten a bit weird and I need a little bit of space mm-hmm. from this relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of was trying to back out, but she kept asking me like, why aren't you answering my calls? Why aren't you te- you know, texting yeah. me back? So in the end, I sent her this big long text message and I explained exactly why I felt I was being put down by her or I felt like negative energy for whatever reason and I said these things that have happened. Yeah. They might have been small things over a number of months but to me they had kind of affected me. Yeah. And um, she blocked my number and didn't reply. <laughs> Sorry, no, my actually, mouth, my mouth is, my jaw is open right now. What? Actually, that's not true. She replied at first and she said, I should have brought this to her attention sooner. She didn't know about any of this, right? Because it was over a number of like months that I, had, I said it started to happen. I also, this is my first time hearing the stories. Yeah. Guys... And anyway, she said, I had no idea there was any trouble between us. I didn't feel any bad energy. I didn't, whatever. And next minute, she blocks, blocks my number, right? And then all her <laughs> friends unfollow me on Instagram, who I was also friendly with, right? And she unfollows my store, which is my business, which if you're my friend, you support, you know? So um, it's like one extra follow. What, what difference does it make? So I unfollowed her and unfollowed her friends. But I also thought, like, what did you say to your friends that had happened to make them all unfollow me like that? Like, you had to have said there was so- that I did something to you or, you know, not straight up that I, that I told you it's I felt great. negative energy. You said you, you wasn't reciprocated. It's very extreme. It's yeah. Quite, it's quite immature I thought it was on, too- her, on her part. I just felt sad about it because I actually thought, okay, maybe we'll talk it out and maybe there'll be an explanation well, or maybe she's been so. feeling down lately in herself or something and we'll sort this out and we'll move forward. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we'll just have space for a couple of weeks, couple of months, and then we'll be friends again. Yeah. Unfortunately, that, it wasn't to be the case. And We've never spoken since. It's really shit. And we were very, very close. Yeah. You know? Oh, Prior, like, and she did do some lovely things for me, and I do have some lovely memories with her. So the whole thing just became a little bit weird. So that's how I, so basically, if you should 
tell them whether you're cutting ties or not is like yeah I suppose it depends on it's the situation depends. as well but for me it's more extreme like for me it kind of backfired in my face yeah. maybe it would have been better off not saying anything yeah. and just letting it go but, yeah. but this girl kept asking me for an explanation so I gave her one in the end you yeah. know so there was nothing else I could do but uh, in other situations I have just slowly backed out from the friendship yeah which is understandable yeah. yeah do you have yeah. any other stories that you'd like to tell on that experience just my college experience i suppose and this this was very upsetting for me as well yeah. um because i loved them like they, yeah. were, they were my they were my friends throughout college and stuff and um actually whatever happened it, and i did notice it was when i started getting into the social media scene as well yeah it was the thing is it, that's but that's when everything turned the thing with social media or modeling or acting or anything like in that type of realm right yeah people have such a preconceived notion about who that type of person is you know and i think that they like i just don't know why though because i you've not changed it's just an interest that you have to but do, like, you know what I mean? I never re even really spoke about it much to them. Yeah. It was just something I did on the sideline and it was something I really enjoyed and something that made me happy. And I, those opportunities when I, when I was in Dublin were, that was like really good. Like that was, I was really You're happy so with all those things. Yeah. I was going to, you know, and at the time it was a really big deal for me to, I started social media on my own. Yeah. Completely on my own, and I knew I was getting judged by people. Yeah. And I did it anyways. I right. pushed past those people's opinions and right. I was, I knew people were saying things behind my back, yeah. but I just did it anyways. Yeah. And then obviously Boohoo contacted me, which was like really cool at the yeah. time. And but I felt like sometimes when I was even saying it, it, it would be like no sight. interest. Yeah, no, no crickets. Don't care. Yeah, crickets, crickets like the yeah. Jones Day's and Drula thing. But like if somebody tells you about their life, aren't you excited for them? Like yeah. is it oh even if God, it's like yeah. the smallest thing? So yeah. it's so weird when that comes when you, you feel that back and it's just like but it wasn't even like I Silence. it wasn't even like sometimes it's different if like things are kind of handed to you and it's like but I, I worked really hard to yeah, that and I could see that and I, I did manifest all that as well at the time like yeah. I got invited to I don't know if I even talked to you about that event but I, I got to invited to this um boohoo event and like I didn't know who was going to be there but it was like well, the Love Island people yeah. like Tommy Tommy Fury I was like how am I here like I've done all this I've Four thousand followers at that time. Yeah, that's yeah. nothing really. And uh, there was all these like bigger influencers who had like two hundred k, three hundred k, and I was right. like really like privileged to be there to just to say like, geez, I did this on my own, you know. And you're inspired by and them. And that was the that was the what was the comment was related back to that event. Like I was like that was the best night ever, and like now I right. feel a bit shit because I'm like, you're obviously all set. Like, and, and did this just happen with the one girl, or it happened with a group of them? Or? Yeah, it was, it was kind of just mainly the one girl. But I kind of yeah. noticed a distance from a lot of them when that happened. Yeah. When that happened. Yeah. You know, like, they stopped inviting me to things. That's happened to me so and that many was, times. That, that, and that's, like, really that's so mean painful. because, yeah. you know, like, I'd, they were my group of friends for a long time. And I find a lot of the time with girls, right, it's kind of the Regina George. Like, there is normally, like, a, a queen bee or, I don't know if it's even a queen bee, but the louder, more dominant one or the one who just some, for some reason has more authority over other over, yeah. the, over the group. Yeah. And a lot of the time, if she decides she's not talking to you, the others kind of fall in line, and suddenly they're not talking to you as well, and nothing's happened between you and 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 them. Yeah. So painful because you're like, why are my friends going out without me? Um, on their their putting up their stories or their Snapchats or whatever yeah. it is at the time, and I'm not invited, and yet 
Like I, yeah. I invite them to things that I go to. Like I, you know. I'm lucky though that I'm not the kind of person that would let that stop me from doing things. I said to me more is that there is people that 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 they wouldn't do things or they would stop yeah. doing things because of it, and yeah. like, that's what upsets and me. And then they'd get isolated and stuff. So girls, like if you're or anyone listening, if you're ever in that type of position, just realize that like don't get isolated by allowing people to like put you out of their group and stuff. If they're willing to do that, they're not good friends to you, and you're gonna find someone better. Like you're gonna find such a better, healthier group of people that. Will make you feel so good about yourself. I will encourage you to like pursue your dreams and yeah, exactly. uh, and not bring you down. And in a couple of months or a year's time, you'll look back and be like, "Why did I ever hang around with those people in the first place?" Like that, yeah. was, you know. Yeah. But thanks for the memories. But next, thank you. Next. We'll touch it on our weekend because it was very, very good. Yeah. And um, we have we have to we have some funny stories from it, so we thought we'd share them with you all. So this weekend was Super Bowl weekend in LA, which we yeah. mentioned on the last podcast. The Rams were playing against... The Bengals. I think that's how you pronounce it anyways. Yeah, Bengals. and the Rams are the LA the team. The Rams are the LA team. In the seven and a half years that I've lived, I don't know when the last time... It's every year, isn't it? It's every year, yeah. 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 But in the seven and a half years that I've lived in LA anyway, it has not been here. Like it's been... One time I actually travelled for to San Francisco. That was the closest I think it's been to LA. Yeah. But it's been in like... It's Miami, I think. I think Miami. There was the one that Shakira and J-Lo played out was in Miami. Yeah. yeah. And there was one as well, somewhere snowy. I can't remember where, but it was a snow... Uh, was it? Yeah, I think it was in like in the cold. Like Minnesota or something. They I all, think. They always change what I remember. around. So anyway, the fact that it was in LA was like a big deal. It's like... I'm so lucky that it was here this year. The year that I'm in LA, like, yeah. I don't know. I was just like... It's but they cleaned up the streets and everything for yeah, it. Like it was it, that type of a thing. It's a huge event. Like people fly in from everywhere to come to it, and yeah. like tickets. I couldn't believe it. I lo- I actually just out of curiosity looked up how much like tickets would be online. The minimum was five. Grand. The ones at the very back were like friggin ten thousand, yeah. and like the ones up the front and like the VIP were like fifty thousand. Oh, even more. <laughs> Even crazy, more. Yeah. crazy. The um, yeah, the like nosebleed seats started at five thousand. Actually, somebody put up a meme of like, oh, I I loved my five thousand dollar seat, and they were sitting behind like a pole, like they couldn't <laughs> see anything. You know, they were <laughs> the five thousand dollar seat. Oh my god! <laughs> but I guess still the experience of being there oh, would the have been great. The experience would have been insane. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that was on that Sunday. On, that was on Sunday yeah, during the day. But so. prior to that, there was a bunch of events and parties and everything leading up like. To the Super Bowl, Super Bowl party. Yeah, Maxim on Friday and Saturday. What's so funny as well is that I pictured Maxim to be a club, but it's like it's like a festival tent. Yeah, it's they a had huge a, tent. It was only it was for this. Is it always there? No, no. no. It, okay, so it comes in for like big things and big. No, that out. was just for them. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh my and god! And that's what they've done before. That's what they did in San Fran too. They pitched this like. Festival tent, essentially. Oh, so it's not all. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, like a, a thing that a was there every. No, they, this okay. was a, this was all for Maxim, like yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we ended up going to the same party two nights in a row. Yeah. Friday night was Little Baby, Gunna, and the Chainsmokers. Yeah, yeah. And then Saturday night was Fifty yeah. Cent, um, Tiesto, and Loud Luxury. Luxury. Yeah. yeah. And then on Sunday was obviously the game, and then we went to another after party. So let's start yeah. with, well, actually, what was your experience of the whole weekend? Just, it was just unforgettable. Like, it's the only way I can describe it. Like So on Friday, we met um, Melrose. on Melrose in the, in the bar. bar. We yeah. were going with one of my friends, Sam, who um, is a long time, like, he, he's kind of a promoter for big events. And also, he used to work for Playboy, and he, he does a lot of the Maxim events and things like that. Yeah. Um, he's got quite a big social media, I think he has. Yeah. 200,000 or something. He's a really nice guy. Really nice guy. I've known him literally the entire time I've lived. I've known him 
eight year, eight nine years. Yeah, now, like a long time, a long time. Yeah, and I've gone to hundreds of things with him, and we've always had so much fun. We all met, and I really appreciate him as well for bringing me to like he's always yeah bringing me to things and stuff, which is very sound. really nice. Yeah. So anyway, um, we all met up at a bar. We met at a bar. India came with me. Our friend Ashling and Myra were supposed to come, but they ended up not being able to go. So it was just me and India. We barely, we barely made it on time as well. Nine thirty that they were leaving. Yeah. And you were in a taxi at mine at twenty five past nine. And I was like, go, go, go! And I was so stressed trying to get there. <laughs> we made it though. I was like, he's not gonna wait. We got there in like five minutes. Like it was so yeah. quick. But luckily they hadn't left at 9.30 on the dot, anyway, yeah. so it was fine. Yeah. Um, but Sam is the type of person, he's like a Hugh Hefner himself in a way, like he's always with so many girls. So <laughs> how many girls were there on the Friday night, do you think? There wasn't as many. I think there was about... 20. 10, 10 to 20 of us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah about, or 15 maybe or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, he had a bunch of girls there. They're all super friendly. Some I'd met before, some were, some were new, and we kind of got friends with, with them as well. Yeah. And then we went to downtown LA. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of like, there was a like tunnel of lights into the Yeah, the place where you could take cool photos yeah, and stuff. Really, yeah, really that was cool. class. And um, then we just made our way to the table. We had no issues the first yeah. night. Yeah. And we were at a table, bottle service and stuff, yeah. and then just watching the performers essentially. And we had really good, yeah. Really, really good, good night. Oh yeah, so the first time we didn't go to an after party. No, no. I'm so surprised no, we didn't. didn't. I'm so surprised. Oh yeah, because it it did. I, I think wouldn't it went, have survived the weekend if we did. Yeah, I don't think I would no, have either. Right. But I think it went on until three o'clock in the morning or something. That's why. So okay. night number two. Saturday was um, the night fifty was playing. This is a bigger night. Yeah. Uh, this is the night where how many girls do you think came with Sam? Fifty. Oh my God, we we met at a house party in Hollywood in Hollywood Hills, which is we've been there before, but so we kind of familiar with it. But there was like. I'd say, I'm going to say 60. Yeah, about 60, 60 girls. girls. <laughs> and we got it, we had a limo. We had a Hummer, like a big Hummer stretch limo. It was class. We all had to squish into it and the limo actually had to, it was trying to go up the hill and get out of the house. And we all had to get out of it. We had to get up because there was too many people in the limo. With the limo he was like, the limo won't the move, limo. guys. Right? Everyone's going to have to get out. We were like, oh, Jesus. But Sam came up to me in the house yeah. and, and he whispered to me and he said, Go get in the limo now because there's not going to be enough room for all the girls. <laughs> We're legging out yeah, the house. Yeah, like, there's, there's not. I'm just telling you now, like, there's not enough room for all these girls. So yeah. go get in it. Yeah. So we, we went out a different exit to try to get first into yeah. the limo. It was me, India, and Ashling, our other Irish friend, and um, we we didn't make it on time anyway. Basically, the, the limo was almost full, but we managed to get a spot towards the back of the limo. Yeah. And the limo f uh, filled up with girls anyway. They were all sitting on the floor. Like, like it was just packed. Pack you barely fit on the seats. To be honest, it was absolutely chaos. And it was totally uncomfortable. And I really needed to pee. And Indy needed to pee since like she left really, the house. really badly needed to pee, guys. And it was like we were sweating. I oh, I didn't gosh. enjoy the limo ride at yeah. all. Yeah, and it took ages to get there as well. We had to go very slow, I think, because the limo could barely move with the amount of girls that were in. <laughs> the amount of people that were in this limo was just... <laughs> unreal yeah so we got there in the end and come to find out that sam only had 16 tickets for his table so they let in the first the first 16 who happened to be in front and some girls were like running in the head and everything yeah, yeah. so they had held us back and meanwhile, meanwhile i'm like bursting meanwhile india's almost in tears i was like, i think i did cry her and Ashley told me several times that we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave. I was like, I but I kept to pee so badly. But I kept saying to them like, where are you going to go? Like, are you going to, are you going to pee on the streets streets of LA because there's not really anywhere close by here to pee anyway. There was nowhere. Anyway, I ended up going up to the um, lady at the desk. Sam went in already. 
with hit, hit the 16 or whatever that were up the front yeah. to the table and I ended up going up to the girl at the desk and just talking to her and I was like can I please just like go in because my friend needs the bathroom and we I was like can you just escort me to the, to the toilet I just need to pee and then I'll come straight back they were like no no yeah so <laughs> tell them your experience with um, American bouncers because I've kind of told you before how they're oh, really yeah. I don't I think that they thought I was lying but they could see like I was crouched on the ground I was yeah. like I'm dying for a pee no but they just don't care and they were like they were almost like enjoying it enjoying it I was yeah. like guys please please like begging them and they were like the, no no secure so I'll tell you this story right I learned when I first came to America like on holiday on vacation yeah that American security can be really like egotistical yeah. and I'm not saying this at all security ever but for the most part, a lot of them really let the power get to their head. Yeah, I know that I could tell though. Could so, tell. for example, it, like, the authority. one time me and Tina, my friend, we were here on vacation. Yeah. We tried to go, we were going to a club in Hollywood. We didn't know anyone. We didn't even know promoters were a thing. We just walked, rock, rocked up to the club, me and her on our own. And we got in anyway, and they, the security were really nice to us, yeah. right? And they were like really welcoming and they gave us a table for some reason just on our own. Yeah. Right? I think, I don't know why, because normally the tables are like 10 grand or whatever. Yeah. They gave me and Tina our own table and our, a bottle. It was kind of empty, I think. They were trying to fill it up a bit. Yeah, okay. And this girl came over to us, a nice girl, an attractive girl as well. Like, and she, she said to us like, did they give you that bottle for free? Yeah. Right? And we were like, yeah. Uh, and she's like, do you mind if I have, have a drink? Right, and we said no problem. Mm-hmm. We gave her a drink of our bottle. The security saw this happening and came over and was like, "That bottle was not for you. It was only for them two, right?" And then she started fighting and she kind of ran with the bottle. The guy, <laughs> the guy, no, India. The guy tasered her to the floor with a taser, right? And she was screaming like out of agony and like, "Help me! Help me! Help me!" And me and it, me and uh, Tina were like knew we were just visiting LA so we'd never seen anything like this before in our life and it's a female as well and got her on the ground sat on top of her right (laughs) and literally like withheld her until they got her out of the club all because she had a drink out of our drink which we allowed her to have so we from that moment forward I knew that like you can't do anything they really power trip like some of the security guards and also they can switch really fast from being really nice to suddenly being like the biggest assholes you've ever met in your life so So that's why uh, india was kind of arguing with them about needing to go to the bathroom and i and i was saying (laughs) she was like you don't understand i need to go and i I was saying no india don't say anything to them because they're they started saying they're going to call the lapd on us and get us escorted out of the property um (laughs) So I was like, just don't, you don't understand, like, don't, these aren't to be messed with, these type of security guards, like, they're, they can really be crazy, because I know this from experience. I think one of them was like, that's my boss, so I can't, yeah. I would help one you if I can't, really, I would help really you nice. if, I, if, if I could. Yeah. But anyway, so I went up to the lady at the desk, and I was like, just, please, is there any, any way, like, we have a table, we came with our friends, like, we, like, they literally paid 30 grand for the table that's inside, like, yeah. we've got all dressed up, we're here, my friend really needs the bathroom, anyway she agreed to give me three general admission tickets so yeah. not even the tickets for the table area or the vip or section that we were supposed to be in at all yeah um but we were happy with that because it was better than standing outside yeah. and at least um india would get to go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> so we, we walk but this is the thing about everything happens for a reason yeah right? okay yeah yeah we'll get to the so we went in india got to the bathroom happy days we're yeah. in a good mood now 
Yeah. We went yeah. to the bar, which was free anyway, so we didn't even really need a table. Yeah. yeah. But we happened to meet this lovely guy. Yeah. Um, we were just chatting to him. I think he was like... A group of guys. I think like, he was like, geez, you're gas. Like, you're... Yeah. You're... No, we kind of skipped by them when we were going in front into the line of the bar. Yeah. And I turned around to them and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Were you in the line? Did we skip you? Yeah. And they yeah. said, no, no, you can go. You can go. You're fine. They were fine. really friendly guys. Yeah. Anyway, turns out this was like 50 cents crew. Yeah, we didn't know this. We though. didn't have a clue, and <laughs> I explained what had happened at the door. Yeah, and how we only had our general admission, but we had friends that had a table, and now we're stuck here, and da da da. Yeah, and he said, "Well, don't worry about it. I'll bring you up to 50's table." Do you know what just reminded me there? I was thinking oh. like the fact they were so nice. One of the guys that was with them overheard me being like, "Do you have any gin?" So I'd asked the barman. I remember this. Yeah. And he was like, no, there's no gin. And then the guy beside me was like, I'll get you some gin. I'll get you some gin. Don't you worry. Yeah. And he you like, want he, gin? I was it's like, gin really? Right up. And he, he like went down to the other side of the bar and tried to get me a gin. And he actually came back and was like, I'm really sorry. I, I, so he literally it. had no gin. But I was yeah. like, that was really nice. Was like, he didn't you, have to do that at all. Yeah, you didn't need gin that bad. And he wasn't trying me or anything. He was, he was just, just being really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, they um, this one guy in particular like was super no, nice and like spoke to the security and everything at the VIP and brought us up to the table with fifty cents. And bear in mind, what I noticed as well was that it was extra strict that that, that night. Yeah. First and night they didn't even give us bands. We no, just were able to we, walk we up just with our table and, and we were grand. we were fine. Yeah. We were grand. Um, but I forgot to say, while we were outside having trouble getting in, yeah. And while they were saying they might call the LAPD on us, yeah. We could hear 50 Cent playing inside of the oh, tent and we were just like... Oh, that's so sad. I was just like, bear in mind, we had a lot of options as other parties as what we would go to. And the only reason we went to this one was to see 50, 50 Cent. Cent. Yeah. So we're missing the whole thing standing yeah. outside and we're yeah. like, oh, what, this is awful. So I actually said that to the guys down. That's why they brought us up to his table because yeah. I was talking to them and I explained what happened. But I also said, we're gutted that we missed 50. And, and this was before we knew that who they were. Like, we had no clue. They were just guys at the bar. So we went up and it was actually, it wasn't, there wasn't that many people in our area. Yeah. I turned around, I like, I kind of looked over my shoulder and he was just chilling with, with the guys, like with his friends. With the guys, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. We got escorted with them back to the, um, the so we were in the VIP already, but we went backstage to like where all the caravans are and where like that was a whole other vibe yeah it was so cool as well we, we actually went behind the stage behind, yeah, to get there yeah like back totally backstage to like the it was like a little festival area it reminded i didn't me even of, know it was there it was like kind of hidden it was really coachella vibes yeah, just like the couches cool. and hangout things and like we got custom made t-shirts custom t-shirts and, and hats and everything and, and we missed all of tiesto because we did not care oh my god i forgot I didn't even... Yeah, Tiesto was on and we were just there chilling. We didn't, we didn't care to see Tiesto because we were having too much fun here with 50. Yeah, and it's so funny because one of the guy who was with 50 kept saying to us, we can bring you to the Super Bowl tomorrow. <laughs> and, and I was thinking, you're full of shit. You yeah, know? Yeah, I was yeah, thinking, yeah. as nice as you are, there's no way you're bringing three girls that you just met to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. you're just, you're not. Because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like we said, the nosebleed tickets start at five grand. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you don't understand, like we can bring who we want. Well, we didn't know why. But we didn't know why, so I didn't really take him serious on it. Cause I was yeah. like, yeah. I, we didn't know 50 was performing. So we didn't know they had any, we thought they're gonna have to buy it. We were like, they're not buying our tickets for yeah. us to go. Like, we, we took a bit of they don't, Yeah, they don't know us like that. Like yeah, what's, yeah, like yeah, they're just yeah. saying this tonight or whatever. Yeah. So then the Sunday, we wake up and we were both dying, but we were like, we're obviously, you know, it's a Super Bowl day yeah. and Jair had, um, you had been in a photo shoot, weren't you? Was it a couple of days before? No, so the night after the, fr no, so the Friday night, 
We went to Maxim. The Saturday, I did a photo shoot. Oh my god! Saturday night, yeah. Saturday, Saturday night, I went out. Sunday, then yeah, back to the to the actual Super Bowl. So, India ended up crashing at my house that night. It was a bit of a mad night. It involved Chris Brown's house. It involved yeah. various adventures around LA. We came in really late, so India crashed at my house. And the next morning, we were so hungover. Correct, but we were ready to go. Like I didn't think you were going to go. Really? No, I really didn't think you wanted to go at all. I was like, I'm bringing her. I was like, she's coming whether she wants to or not. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad you got me to yeah, go. Yeah, I was like, she is not missing this. But I, I felt like you didn't really want to. I, I just know. didn't know it was going to be like that. Well, you had none of your makeup or anything here. Yeah. You had to use all of my yeah. stuff and yeah. like get ready, like shower at my house, get ready here and then go because we didn't have time to go to your house and then go up to up yeah. the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. You actually felt we were going to a different house than the one that we were yeah, going to too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why, I just pictured it to be more of like a smaller, a smaller thing. I just yeah. thought there wouldn't be as much people there or whatever. Right. But, um, and even in the car, India was saying to me like, oh, I feel, was it anxious or I was like, I'm really on edge, I'm nervous. Yeah. I, and I never get nervous. Yeah, which ever. is really odd, but it's probably from the two nights prior. Yeah. Like, and yeah. You're just a bit tired and a bit yeah. like yeah. all over the place. And I was saying, don't worry, look, if anything, we'll just go and we'll have some food and yeah. then we'll leave. Like, we'll yeah. have some food, watch the Super Bowl and leave. Yeah. It didn't happen. Hold up this <laughs> unreal house. Such an amazing house. There was like, yeah. cars were outside, like Ferraris and everything. Yeah, I've been there before many yeah. times. But this particular house is like known and for for parties yeah I, I met little pump there such a cool house. i think uh sway lee had his birthday there it's like, unreal everyone's been in that house but you know what else i noticed as well and um because ella was saying it to me my housemate she was like um and was everyone being like respectful of the house and stuff and i was like yeah they actually were no they weren't were they not they were dancing on the couch yeah but they weren't like they wouldn't like smashing things up and stuff they weren't smashing as in like i never understand this about people who own houses in the hollywood hills and they throw these parties obviously they're so rich they don't care yeah but their furniture like do you know how protective i am of my couch oh yeah sure like i go on about it all of the time right and it it was an expensive couch but it's not like a hollywood hills expensive type of couch Mm. you know Someone sits on my couch. If like. someone sits on my couch drinking or eating, I'm I'm eyeing them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not comfortable, like. Because yeah. I'm just like eyeing them to see if they're dropping anything on my couch. I'm yeah. so protective of it. I suppose but, there was people all over the couches and shit. But, but like, what's gonna happen? You can't really prevent that. Like. But I always wonder why they. If I have such a beautiful house like that, I would just buy a new couch the next day. I suppose. Well, I'd be like, nobody's coming in because even the floors. Yeah, there oh, was thousands yeah. of people at this party, like thousands, or hundreds, like, or was it like I would the whole house was packed I, I, anyway? Yeah, it was probably packed. a thousand people. Jesus, I'd say. Jesus, it was madness. It, it was, was like Project the, X. There was a taco bar. We here had tacos. There was two bars. There was I think they ran out of drink at, at some. On the bottom, yeah, they did. Yeah, they ran out of drink. Um, there was pool, but then you were like, we didn't watch much of the game. But then you were like, we're watching the halftime show. So we have to watch. The and then we show. heard we heard a come on, and we went, like ran up to the da, front. Da, 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 da. And it was just <laughs> so perfect because it was just so fitting with like, Cali. Just it was just all the legends. It was like Snoop Dogg, Drake. The house turned from just everyone watching the match yeah. and chilling to like a club, a, club. a, a nightclub. Like and everyone was uh, up on. I was up on a chair. Like I've never everyone. seen people just in such a good mood. Yeah, it was the just vibes. the vibes were insane. Immaculate. Oh my god! And then of course, because it, it was live and everything, like no one knew who was going to come out. And then we see fifty. Fifty Cent comes on, and we were like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Well, I guess the guys were telling the truth then yeah. last night. We then should have it, taken them up on that offer." It made so much sense <laughs> then. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh god. But um, such an iconic performance. Like I just. Who couldn't... was your favorite? So there was Eminem. I think Snoop. Yeah. So there was Dr. Dre, Snoop, god, Eminem, Fifty, who uh, Kendrick. 
Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Is there anyone else? They, they were saying that they were like the Avengers. The yeah. Avengers of, of Cali life. That's what everyone's calling them. I was just so happy because I know Snoop. I used to work with him on his show, GGN, and I've done various other things with him in, in LA, and I've, yeah. I've been out like with him as well. He's the most humble. Like just, He seems like such a nice guy. I don't know if you never so, met him, but like... He's so nice. Like You probably will meet him in LA. Like, he's always so. out. He just seems so but cool. He's like. just so... Fr- like If you're nice to him, he's so nice yeah, to you. Like, yeah. He's just so... He's, he's very, very down humble and down to earth. And I always think to myself that he's like really iconic in hip hop and in and in, in LA yeah, culture and stuff. But I've often felt like he's not really given like that that like notoriety that he deserves. I don't know why I feel that way, but I do feel like kind of like that about him. You were so genuinely happy for him. I was he just was, so happy for him. She was smiling. She was like, "I'm so happy that he's been given this opportunity. Like, yeah. he, just, he deserves it." And they I all deserve that. They all stage. deserved it. And like yeah. what you were saying to me, we were talking about it yesterday. Um, obviously, the, a lot of those their, performers are old now. Yeah, during their heyday, they apart from Kendrick. Yeah. yeah, like do you know, like they're they're all like older, and they never got nineties icons, really. Yeah, and they yeah. never got given that opportunity to play at the Super Bowl at the time. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So now they, like, they were given that See, that like, stage, like, and they and it's so well deserved, and I think that made it even more be- it was better. Just, Oh, it was just perfect. For like, me, best Super Bowl best performance Super Bowl ever. Before. I watched it so many times. I keep rewatching it too. And did you see when Dre got on the piano then? Um, Eminem got down on his knees yeah. and was like. Well, that was for um, was the Colin for? Kaepernick thing. Oh, what's that? Do you know Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee about um, like race, racism in the NFL? Really? So that's why Eminem did that. As a, oh my yeah. god, that makes it even better. Like. And, and then also, they're all ma- mainly except for Eminem black performers too. Yeah. yeah. Which is really good as well just, considering I mean, everything that's gone on with, with that Colin yeah. Kaepernick situation and the NFL and the, the whole thing I just so, think everything about it was just perfect they yeah. nailed it really yeah, and, and just I said to India India had to work on Monday right but I said to her India we're going out like if the, <laughs> I was like if the LA Rams win look at the vibes already at halftime show I was like the vibes they weren't winning though for like they, and were, then, they were winning until and then until they weren't they were winning yeah, at the beginning yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and then they weren't all of a sudden and then we were like oh no they might not win but I was like if they win the energy was already so electric there was yeah. not one person unhappy in that Jesus, building no everyone was on like ecstasy level of happiness yeah, like it was just... just natural ecstasy level maybe a bit, bit of a few drinks but like because everyone was just so authentically happy and everyone was dancing and like so friendly and talking to each other and just having such a great time like there was no bad vibes from yeah, anyone at all. all everyone was on like level 100 yeah that i was like if the la rams win india we have to go out like yeah. we're going out because this energy is just un- unbeatable so anyway we left that party and we went to that party went on all night by the way as well i don't know what happened afterwards but yeah i was getting text messages about going back to the party no but i wanted to take india to a club yeah i'm so happy you did yeah. you went to poppy which is like but it's one of the main nightclubs in la I, I was so shocked when i went in because it was really small and you were yeah, like no, kept, this is what all the la clubs i kept like telling this. you like the the size and, and like the appearance of la clubs is such a letdown like irish clubs are better and from that point mm, of view like they yeah. really are they're like all the clubs are just like rectangular boxes with like a state a, a, a DJ in the center and then seats around. That's it. Yeah. And there's not really any dance floor or levels or anything to look at that's different yeah. in the club or picture opportunities really yeah. at all. Yeah. Um. But anyway, before we went to the club, I took you for your first in and out. In and out. Wow. Because I was like, she has to have, she has to try. <laughs> 
We've been talking about it for a few weeks too. You know, and it was it lived up to the expectations. We, you did a drunk review on your Snapchat story. Ah, I should put that up my real story. You should. Did you not put it up? That no. was so funny. Her her face looked like pure bliss. She was like, when she, when she <laughs> <laughs> I did it to the burger, and I was like, she Now I know why this is the Kardashians' favorite. Like. Yeah, she's like, this is Kylie Jenner's favorite burger, and I'm about yeah, to eat it. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's always going on yeah, about you were it. Like, Mm. She said it's what she craved all the time to get pregnancy was for me. Yeah, I so gassed. I wonder funny. if she craved it with her second baby as well or not. I think so. Yeah. I don't know why I would crave that all day. Some people yeah. crave like have pickles and stuff. Like random. random yeah, random my, my things. My mum um, craved um, satsumas. What are they? You know, the, little, the mini oranges. Oh, yeah. And they say that if whatever your mom craves during pregnancy is what you end up really liking, and I'm obsessed with it. Really? Like, yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... I thought they were called mandarins. <laughs> Satsumas. <laughs> they're not called Mandarin. I've always called them Satsumas. <laughs> I've always called them Satsumas. <laughs> Have you never heard that? Maybe I'm wrong. Up there. Satsumas. Yeah, look. Oh, yeah. Satsuma Mandarin. Oh, the same thing. Oh, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But Mandarin, sad. Yeah, they're the best ever. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> I love Satsumas, I guess. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Anyways, but yeah. anyway, so you loved it. You loved the just, Isabel. Yeah. And, just... and then uh, we rocked on to Poppy, which is the nightclub we were saying. Yeah. And then it was someone's birthday. We had a cool table. Yeah, we had a great, great time. But we great didn't... Time. Uh, Roddy Rich was meant to perform. Good music. Well, that's my kind of music now, that, in that club. That was good. Like. Yeah. I had said to India we'd leave by one o'clock. Yeah. Because she wanted to go... She had to be up in the morning and go to work. Yeah. And it was past... It was about... 10 past 1 when we left in the end yeah. and Roddy Rich still hadn't performed they kept saying Roddy Rich is in the building but he didn't perform yet I was like you know what let's just go then because he probably is not going to come on until like quarter to 2 when yeah. it's about to close and then he'll do a few songs when it'll be over yeah. and it, like Indy had to get up for work and stuff so we, so we, <laughs> so we missed him yeah. but I, we were both so tired we were almost oh, falling gosh. asleep in there but at that it's stage wrecked. So we were happy enough to go home and, and basically that was the weekend and oh, you said best. it was the weekend of your life. It really was. You were in LA this weekend on vacation. Yeah. Or for ever whatever reason you had to leave LA after this weekend, you'd actually be depressed. Yeah. Because you just think it was the best place. Like, oh god. That's why I'm like, I don't wanna go. It, it, it was just such an amazing, like happy, happy time. It was just history of the making. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Moving on, we were talking about our Super Bowl weekend. We need to go on to our Agony Ants. Our Agony Ants. You've screenshotted the first one. Oh, yeah. So what did they say to us? What did they ask? First one is, I got ghosted and he had the nerve to text me after Valentine's Day. I think he was just seeing if I had any other options. Yeah. What should I do? Ghost him back. Yeah. So he didn't contact her at all on Valentine's Day? No, nothing. And then the next day, it's just obviously he says like, hi, hey, like nothing happened, like hey. <laughs> yeah, but she was probably expecting a message on Valentine's Day. Yeah, of course you would. Yeah. yeah. Not even expecting one if he goes to her, but uh, it's just a bit cheeky or something doing it that close after Valentine's Day. Yeah, if you if you didn't text me on Val, if I was seeing you and you didn't text me on Valentine's Day and then you text me the next day, hi, like I'd be like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think move on. You can do better than that. Yeah, I'd say. He probably was just seeing if he had other options, but... He's probably seeing if you're still there, still available to still him. Still available, which is just a red flag Which again. you're not. Because you're, your time, 
you know, you're important. And yeah. if he cared enough about you, even if men, listen, men don't really care about Valentine's Day. Like, yeah. for the most part, I think it's a, a girl's holiday, like yeah. a girl's thing. Yeah. It, it, well, it's really a commercial thing, just another excuse to spend money, so really. So true, yeah. But if anything, it's like, it's for the girls. Yeah. You know, yeah. and if he didn't even think, even if it's not a big deal to him, if he didn't even think to wish you a happy Valentine's Day or give you a call, remember last week we were saying if they like you, they'll call you. Yeah. Like the TikTok thing. Completely. So I think like just, I wouldn't even reply. If you have replied, don't worry about it, but just move on. Move yeah. on. Yeah. Move on, girl. Even <laughs> move on, girl, okay? It's, it's probably set you back a couple of steps, which is so annoying as well. It might hurt you. Like It, it probably does, but at the end of the day... Because it's easy then to make up an excuse in your head and be like, oh, but oh, maybe it maybe wasn't... He was busy, maybe... Or maybe Valentine's Day just wasn't a big deal to him. Or... Yeah, but listen, it takes one second to, check, to just say one, happy, yeah, happy just Valentine's Day. One text, something. Or do something topical. You don't even have to say happy Valentine's Day, even if you just said like something on the day, just to make it seem as if you were saying happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> That'd be a bit weird to ignore the fact that it's Valentine's Day, but you're like, hey, what are you up to? <laughs> any, any, crack, plans? any crack? Any crack? Yeah, any flowers? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I don't know what else to say about that. Just yeah. next. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. Um, okay, so another one similar to that. She said, uh, do you message after being ghosted for closure? So that's... I wouldn't, personally. Yeah. Because if they've ghosted you, then I just don't think they deserve the time of day. But what's your opinion on it? I have two opinions. Two different opinions, yeah. right? I think that it depends ghosting or if they've just treated you bad. Personally, I have been that girl. I am that girl. I had a message looking for closure, like saying, why did you treat me this way? Da, 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 da. The essay, I've done it. Yeah. When I when I really like someone and I feel very hurt. By, if I'm hurt by the situation, I will send some essay message. But I always regret it. I don't think that you should. I think you should just move on and live your best life. Yeah. I think that people, men don't even appreciate those type of essay messages where you get all your, we're very... Girls, girls are a lot so more, emotional. more emotional we're so much more emotional and things like we take things to heart a lot more in general I obviously yeah. can't generalize it with, with everyone but you know I, I've always thought that and I've always got the best response from the man as well when I've ignored and moved on with my life and lived my best life mm. and just carried on well, then that's also the time when they might try and like come back into your life I think they try to come back in your life when you're when you're living your best life. Yeah, when you when, when you're, you when you finally moved on. Yeah, it's that minute they almost have a radar where they just it's like ding 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 she's forgotten about me let yeah. me text her yeah. and then you'll get the text. Yeah, it's always it's constant. Whereas I think if they think you're sitting at home sad crying about them, they're like haha and they just go live their life and you don't hear from them. It's typical. It's so shit the way it works like it that. It does work <laughs> like that though, doesn't it? It does. It does. So like. Do you should you send that message? No, but is it the end of the world if you have? No, no, because I have I've been there too and I feel for yeah. you, but I do think it's better to like go live Just your best do life. Your own thing. Yeah, and it goes them back. And like I said before, plenty more fish in the sea, plenty more fish in that sea, that on a hinge or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not that I, I'm not on anything, but yeah, anyway, but I love when you send me the little voice notes that they leave. Oh, the ones on hinge. Oh, maybe we should geez. do talk about that one yeah, day because India always sends me like these. They have a voice feature yeah, on, on Hinge. Hinge, and they're especially funny with American guys. It's really some of the things I'm like, do they really say that? Yeah. Like that's it's just so weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, the last one is I work in retail. I love my job, but I have one coworker who is constantly putting me down. I dread going in when she's there. What should I do? 
you see, it's probably it, it, this is probably a job now that if you know if you can have another option of getting another job, I would say leave because yeah. there is no point in staying somewhere you're unhappy. Yeah, but she says but she she loves it. I love my job. That makes it so hard. Yeah, it's just the one girl. That makes it so hard. Like I've been in situations of I've worked in a lot of different places, retail as well. Yeah, when I was in Ireland, and there's been a couple of situations similar, mm. and. You just have to ignore and just yeah. go about your day and just hold your head high and, you know, stand your ground almost because it's easy sometimes to be like, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. But sometimes it's better if you confront them and yeah. say it and like nip it in the bud. Yeah. Because then they might change their tune or whatever. Yeah, she says she's always put me down. Why don't you say... They can't fire you for ma- being ma- honest. Well, she says it's a co-worker anyway. She it's say, a co- oh, it's she, not a manager. She doesn't say manager. So oh, okay. okay. That's then I, better. I confront them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or tell I'll your manager. manager. Yeah, t- if it's getting that bad, maybe you have to say something to your manager. Go to the man- explain the situation yeah. and just be honest about it. And maybe she could even put you on a different shift, that you're not on the same shift yeah. as that person. Yeah. If you are honest and you say, look, I love working here, but for some reason me and this girl don't work well as a team, like yeah. we don't work well together. Can you put me on different days than yeah. her? Maybe your manager would be quite understanding because she yeah. probably wants a positive, happy work environment yeah. as well. That yeah. would make her job easier too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if you if that's not possible, like, you should probably say something. Yeah. Try to nip it in the bud and just be like, why do you keep putting me down? Yeah. Nip it in the bud. Have you ever done that before, where someone's put you down and you say, why did you say that to me? Like in what context? Like, like they put you down. They say something, and, and you just say straight. You like com- combat them with it straight away. Honestly, I'm quite bad with confrontation. Yeah. Do you oh. think about it after and said like I should yeah. have said this? Oh, why did I say that? Oh, yeah. Why oh. did I let them put me down that yeah. way? Yeah. All the time. That's but... most of the time. Okay, so the laptop is starting to overheat. Oh my God. So we better end the episode there. Yeah. It's the one and only Beagle Double G. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Love ya. Perfect week for tuning to round well up there. But yeah, we love ya. That's true. We love you for listening. So make sure you tune in next week to find out what's in the crowd. Buy them all. Yeah, I'm burning it up. DPGC, you should be turning it up. CPT, LBC, yeah, we hooking back up. And when they bang this in the club, baby, you got to get up. See you later, alligator. Oh, shit, they giving it up. Low life, yo life, boy, we living it up.